Sorry I'm a day late. I've been running around doing a whole lot of sporting events, actually. I went to a baseball game to see my friend Barry Zito pitch. He did not pitch. Uh, Then I went to see Marshawn Lynch play some football yesterday, and he did not play. So, uh, yeah, it's been a fun time going to sporting events, but uh, not seeing the guys that I go to see. Anyway, everything's good. Hope you guys are great. I would like to introduce this next artist uh, his name is Big Data, which is a, kind of an amazing name. If you ever get to choose a name, always go with big, like extra large, uh, semi-gargantuan, uh, things like that. So Big Data, I, I say Big Data because I don't know why I grew up saying data instead of data, but it's Big Data. And uh, that's who the guest is this week. His story is incredible. Uh, to say the least, he's a very bright guy, and uh, his outrageous music videos, uh, as you'll hear about, have really got him a place here in the music world. So here he is, this week's guest on the PatCast, Big Data. Welcome back to the PatCast. I am here with Alan Wilkes. Indeed. From, uh, I think, um, an incredible band that's also on Crush Management Indeed. called Big Data. Oh, yeah. uh, Jerry's going to play the riff oh, for everybody. Shoot. Play the riff, bro. <laughs> Just play the riff. We got to talk about this video and everything, but like, this riff is so cool. Yeah. Did you write that shit? I did. Man, can you write some songs for me? Because sure. uh, that kind Myers, of shit is Myers so sucked. good. Thanks, Can you Thank tell, you. you know, Jerry and I were, were sharing, we individually, when it comes to a podcast, we try to find out everything we can about sure. everybody. And uh, awesome. which and that basically means we just open up a book that has Do nothing something. to do with the artist and drink a bunch of booze. <laughs> uh, but in this case, we checked reading, about... That's good that you're reading stuff. Yeah, yeah we read. So. But when we, checked, uh, we checked out a bunch of YouTube stuff, okay. and we were both so blown away that not only did you get to make that video for <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the for best dangerous video I've seen but in also my life. <laughs> that it was it has so many views yeah yeah and and no one is like giving you grief or i just didn't see the grief yeah. well i think it's kind of a mixture it's it's really polarizing uh, and that's kind of what, yeah. I, kind was, of the that's idea. what I was going for. <laughs> right. So you uh, wrote the treatment? Yeah, I, I, it was on. my concept. And then I, I produced the video and I worked with the directors to kind of flesh it out a little and, bit. And so <laughs> what is the concept? Because Jerry saw it in a certain way okay. and I saw it in a different way. I'm kind of curious to hear. Well, Jerry, I think, nailed it. He okay. was like, if you, here's, 
I want to sell these shoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so we need to pound this idea into people's heads. That's right? kind of how I saw it. Okay. And so okay. these shoes, yeah, literally, it's a if you buy these shoes, and then I, here's, what, here's what my concept was. Okay. If you buy these shoes, okay. you're going to get huge tits. <laughs> yeah. Both are, you know. And valid. everything's going to be awesome, and you'll be able to beat anybody up that you want. Yeah. You're going to be a very aggressive person yeah. in these shoes. That's but the his idea was, if you buy, what yeah. do we need to do is is pounded into people's heads to buy these shoes. Okay. So that was his idea. Okay. I don't know. What's that's the, that, I mean, I'd never thought about it that way, but that, oh, really? that is, okay. it's funny it's that I didn't think of it that a way. literal, like, because that makes yeah. okay. know, perfect sense. Okay. Um, I'll do it, your next video. <laughs> but, it's, but it is but about, it, like, it you're going to... It's, it's sort of about... Uh, uh, you're you're pretty right on. It's, it's the idea of, like, we're often sold things that uh, a company knows are bad for us. Okay. Uh, right. So these guys are watching people who bought the shoes killing other people, yeah. but they're like, man... The idea is that this evil company, Big Data, <laughs> right. makes these shoes okay. that they know for a fact are harmful. so aggressive that you headbutt <laughs> right. people and then their brains explode. Yeah. So amazing. Uh, and... Nonetheless, they still try to figure out ways to sell it using sex and violence uh, in their commercials. And, and then in the yeah. end, the person that you're <laughs> pitching on it is like, yes, yes. this is definitely <laughs> for like, us. Let's Break do out this. the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> let's high five yeah. in midair and slow are you, motion. Uh, are you too smart for your own good? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, are you one of those guys? Are you a very... Did you go to Harvard? I did. Did you graduate from Harvard? I did, actually, yeah. And so uh, where where did you come up that Harvard was even a choice? Like, did you come up on the East Coast? I came up on the East Coast, So yeah. you from, like, New York area? From New York City, born and raised. And so oh. you are such a good student <laughs> that what do you apply to four colleges? It's like Dartmouth, a few. Brown. Like, what were the, what were the colleges? Uh, I believe I applied to both of those. And I applied to Yale and Ten. Georgetown and a few others. And but Harvard did was my top choice. All of them say yes. Uh, not all of them. Um, my but my dad went to Harvard. My sister went to Harvard. Wow. My mom wow. went there for grad school. Are they psyched about the path that you chose post Harvard? Now they are. Okay. <laughs> so how there were kind of let's many, talk about many, that many phase. years of uh, oh god, why are you? So doing what did you music? study? In, what did you study in Harvard? I studied English. English. Yeah. So that, a, would, that would mean of, that you would be a professor eventually or, or a writer or what uh, would be the future of a, a, a Harvard grad <laughs> English major? Uh, I weirdly, it wasn't I, I wasn't being an English major with uh, any future plans in mind. <laughs> it was Got more it. of a I have a feeling I'm not going to read as much when I get older. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I'm going to try to get it, get all, it all in, in there now. while I actually have the time and right. the energy to, to But musically it. were you creating music oh, during yeah, yeah. Since all I the was, time? I started playing piano when I was 5. And, and so uh, were your parents like, you just do whatever you need to musically, but you need to get these marks when it comes to... Yeah. But plus you had a big brain, because <laughs> if your family starts their lives in Harvard, you're probably getting the genes. I had some good genes. I, I didn't get the genes. genes. Jerry my definitely more, did not no, get no. the genes. I got the creative genes from my mom. She was a painter. Oh, cool. And uh, I guess whatever the other genes are from my dad. <laughs> and so how um, long was it post-Harvard of you being a struggling musician before your family was like, well, okay, cool. It, I, I've kind of had a, a bizarre trajectory. Um, 
I've, since I was, you know, five, uh, music was always the thing more than anything else. That's, right. that's what I wanted to spend all my time doing. I would practice guitar for five hours a day, and like it was, that's all I wanted to do with my time. But at the same time, my parents were very, or are very uh, practical and uh, maybe overly cautious and hard on me. But all, all things I'm actually grateful for in the long run, but at the time were maybe a little how, how, do, Is difficult. it just you and your sister? Me and my sister, yep. And so they did, all, you, did you go to private high schools and all of that stuff? What, what, what schools did you go to? I went to collegiate for the whole way through, first through 12th grade. Wow. And then what about, and then right to Harvard? Right to Harvard. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I don't even. I don't know collegiate. It's uh, it's it's actually one of the oldest schools. It it's debatably the oldest school in America. Really? In what? In America. In, in America. In America. It was founded. It, the reason it's debatable is because it was founded, I think, in 1626, and then it was closed for like a year or something. Wow. And then it reopened in like 1632 or something like that. So. There's a rivalry with another really ridiculously old school. Well, can, can I ask what <laughs> your what your parents did for a living while you were growing up? Yeah, my mom's a Spanish teacher, and my dad my dad is uh, I guess we could call him an entrepreneur. <laughs> he's kind of had things that he's tried and failed at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> many of them. But what what the thing he's really good at is sort of raising money for projects. Great. Wow. So whatever it is, he kind of learns the ins and outs of. The I have project. a project. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's hear it. It doesn't sound like it's going to go anywhere, but I would love for your father to raise money for it. Dad, Pat has a project. Pat's project. Yeah, Um, check it out. And so you come up in a, it sounds like a pretty normal family in Brooklyn? (laughs) In in Manhattan. In Manhattan. Yeah, on the uh, upper west Well, normal on whatever level we can call normal, right? I mean, you know, there's... There's, Probably there's some drunk uncles and you know, some yeah, skeletons. Plenty, plenty of dysfunction, but that is normal, I think. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's pretty normal. <laughs> but I grew up on the Upper West Side, which my parents moved to in the 70s, which was kind of Brooklyn when they moved. To oh, it. wow, right. Like the Upper West Side. By Columbia? When, uh, no, in, uh, in the 70s. 70s, 70 okay. Street. Um, when they moved there, it was sort of like crack, yeah. you know, crack New York. Really? <laughs> right. So when I tell people I'm from the Upper West Side, now it's pretty bougie yeah. there. But my parents, you know, yeah, bought, bought their nice. apartment for pennies when they moved there. Um, and people think like, oh, Upper yeah. West right. Side. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you don't get it. We used it. to get mugged like <laughs> as kids, you know, <laughs> it wasn't really rosy right. back then. But anyways. when you, when you, um, when you go to Harvard, is, is that like, um, having a pop song where it's good and bad? Like, are there negatives to like, oh, fucking Harvard, oh, here comes Alan, like that kind of thing? It, I think or it's, it's more in it your head. all good? Like, uh, Harvard kids always feel sort of, there's like this weird sort of shame in telling really? people that you went there. Oh, that's crazy. But it's all in your own head. Like, nobody cares. Nobody, I mean, the further away from college you get, really nobody cares, but... Uh, well, here's just so you know. Yep. If I graduated from Harvard, I would wear the diploma. Like, what's his name? Where's that fucking clock around? Well, his I, neck? Ha- I have it tattooed across my chest. Yeah, but I don't take. My I shirt would do off that. very much. So. I would be like, Harvard. I whatever we're gonna talk about right now. I'm gonna win. I I am better. Uh, but that's probably why I, I didn't I go don't. there. I don't. But I think uh, when when now you you pursue music instead which i think is really adds a lot of cred i think to like hey man you had a lot of options after graduating from an ivy league school what was 
what was that road like from like man? Strange. I mean, uh, a lot of kids. I mean, I guess less so now because the banking industry is different now mm-hmm. than it was when I graduated. But uh, people tend to go into banking. <laughs> a lot of them do. Banking. Out of yeah, that's right. And I had absolutely no interest in any of that. I yeah. mean, I've been a you know music person all my life. Um, so it sounds very uncreative. Like I know a lot of people that are very good at making money. But yeah. and then they also they also say things like, Oh yeah, it's super I get to be creative every day. I'm like, I don't yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like <laughs> because you move some money from this place to that. I don't really understand that. Yeah. Because I creative I've never in the done ways it. that you screw people over. Uh, <laughs> right. Without yeah. them knowing I got about to tell it. this guy yeah. that I had a yeah, yeah. Right. I told him it was a great investment and uh and that was just not where you were headed. No, I mean, that never. And so, were, did really you know right out of college that it was like, I just got to try this. Like, I got to see where this is going to go. Yeah, it, it was never. I mean, I always knew music is what I wanted to do, but I, uh, the the sort of pra- the thing I was getting into earlier with my, the practical side of my parents and the sort of like terror about entering into the into a creative life right. uh, was always sort of in the back of my sure. head. So I I I didn't want to. I guess I always wanted to make sure I was sort of covered. So I wound up getting a job for many years, Hmm. but uh, it just kind of meant that my social life suffered quite a bit because I would sort of spend my nights and weekends recording and producing things and trying stuff out. And um, it was really... Did you have success as a producer before uh, an artist? Not... Not really. <laughs> I kinda, so you were just working. I kind of like just kept making the hours stuff. In. Yeah, I just great. Tried to sort of make stuff. That, that's if when people ask me, like, was it always pretty digital and like that vein? More and more so. It's because you're a keyboard player. Guitars. Guitars. My main. Thing. Oh, guitarist. Okay. Um, like that's what I wound up kind of gravitating towards. But uh, the more I got in, this is a long story, but I wound up having kind of hand injuries from playing guitar incorrectly like posture wise really? for too many years so i wound up getting nerve problems in my hand which is part of why i don't play guitar in you know in the band which is data. really um, bizarre i used to be like Were a total shredder like, dude and so, uh, yeah. i just you know somebody really even like told i, I think to. chris might have, might have told me that you were like we're not going to have a guitar player in this band no, that was fits yeah oh that was oh, fits, fits. Yeah. Okay. so you you just chose. I'm a guitar player. I can play whatever I want. I don't want. I don't even want it on this stage. It's more like like. Uh, but you have a guitar player on I do in your now, band. Yeah, yeah. as I've kind of built the band out. Um, if I did not have nerve problems in my hand over the last ten years or so, I would be playing guitar. In Who the were show. you shredding to at the time? <laughs> like Ingve? What were you doing? No, no, no. Okay. I was like, a, I was more like a jazz okay. nerd. So yeah. like wow, John McLaughlin, cool. right. Joe okay. Pass, and like. Right. Uh, right. I don't know a whole bunch of. And is the nerve stuff still? It would. It's it's a problem to the point where if I play for more than twenty minutes, half an hour, my funny bone basically starts to go, and I get I get numbness in my pinky and my ring wow. finger. So and there's nothing that can be done. About there's it. not a ton. So for a long time, like I in college, I kind of thought I was going to be a guitar player, and that's when the nerve problem started to set in around my junior year. So I had to kind of re think my goals in life um, but it's, isn't it it wound up being a good thing for me because um i used to be sort of obsessed with soloing and like uh i guess sort of wanking musically and then the when the nerve problems kind of set in i had to be a lot more picky about what i played because i sort of always felt like there was 
a limited amount of time I'm going to be able to play guitar in this show or right. today. So I have to choose a little more carefully what yeah. I play. Um, and it actually was sort of a great lesson in editing myself mm -hmm. uh, in the long run. Um, Is it, that when you shifted into like uh, playing a different, like, like playing more of a, a digital music or, or a yeah. current it was dance the beginning. music? It was the beginning of that, right. I think. Uh, it, it because sort that's of, not jazz. No, very much not. But um, it was the beginning of me thinking more big picture rather than thinking about being the best guitar player in the universe. Right, right, uh, right. Which I obviously was not. But uh, I but you, maybe thought you, I might you be you someday. Sing, you um, sing great, man. I mean, your videos, swing? the other videos that I've seen, you have uh, girls singing with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so ba basically... What is her name? Liz. Liz. Liz She's yeah. good, man. She's a monster. Yeah. And the crowd loved the whole shit they out of her. They love her, man. Yeah, she's she's a real... Is, is Liz available that I could use her in my band? <laughs> I don't know. Even if she were, I think I would not tell her about it. Because <laughs> I don't want to lose Liz. And so are you on tour right now currently, or are you we're just doing... Festivals mostly. Festivals. So it's kind of like... We're on tour on the weekends, and then we're home, like, Tuesday. Wow, that's cool. And yeah. so how, how do you get away with that? In, in what sense? Like, I've, uh, Bob McLinn is your manager yeah. as well as mine. How do you get to go home We've on been on the road for eight years. <laughs> no, I haven't seen my kids oh, since they were that's, born. Yeah, that's Do that's you have really a family? Funny. I have a wife. No kids. No children. I and have so a dog. There you, go. you get to go home during the week. I got to call Bob tomorrow morning. I'm going on proper tour in November. But uh, In November? Yeah. And will that be like the first big proper tour of yours? No, or have you done be many? Our third. It'll be our third. Third. Yeah. How do you feel things are going for you? Like I always wonder what the perspective is of yours and sure. then what the real – like. It's, it's, the artist knows how successful he is more than anyone in the world. Right. Perception. Some people are incredible at creating right. this false perception. <laughs> the right sort of Instagram angle. Yeah, yeah or, that's uh, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing in front of like four people, but if or, you just get their face. No, kind the of, magic one you know. is if you're the first of four acts. Right. And Which then, we were today, and then, but we had a big crowd today. No, but you had a shit ton of people out there. there. I saw people, it. Yeah. But then what you do is later on during the headline act is you take your <laughs> selfie of, of <laughs> them on wow. their stage that's with a, their crowd. That's yeah, a good move. Yeah, there you go. There's your, there's your pocket. I got to do it. But I got to do that at the train show. Yeah, yeah. Do it at the No, stadium. then there'll be 14 people <laughs> out there. But there'll be awesome people. 14,000. <laughs> well, yeah, when you... Um, uh, when you look at how things are for you, sure. are you psyched? Are you like, man, I'm getting there? Or are you like, fuck, I never thought it would be this awesome? It's, it's kind of all the above. I mean, a year, let's see, two years ago, I had a full-time job wow. doing in, what? Uh, in music publishing. Really? Like, so, so like Jonathan part of my, Daniel. My screwy, my screwy trajectory is that I made music obsessively in my free time mm. and in a weird way having limited time to do it made me work a lot more and a mm. lot harder and a lot more consistently because I knew I only had chunks of time to work. Um, but I never, ever thought that it would kind of become my thing. <laughs> I kind of thought. Yeah. And I never, I sort of never wanted it to be my thing in a weird way in, in financially. Like I wanted music to be the thing I made because I loved it. Right. And then I depended on my yeah. job for And if you start money. to depend on music for money, then, then you could lose the, color, the love for... Yeah. Totally. And uh, so that was always, you know, 
I mean, if somebody said, you know, go make music all the time, obviously I would have done that. But uh, I guess I wanted to sort of get there on my own terms. And uh, I, when I originally, when I put Dangerous out in the first sort of EP that I made, I was I was a one man operation. I didn't have management or label or publisher or anything. And uh, I knew I knew there was something special about it. And you know, probably more than anything else I'd made in the past, this song maybe has a better shot. Hmm. But I never thought it was going to be like my gig. Right. Um, I kind of thought it would be like. My side gig, <laughs> right? And did and, you uh, know Jonathan and Bob? And no, were like, nowhere hey, close. To, no, that was how a did you year get, and a half it, before I met them? Um, uh, and it was really only, you know, I kind of I sort of put together a whole plan in terms of like the video, the video that I made, and uh, some you made that video myself. yourself. I paid for it myself. I produced wow. it. How much was that video? Uh, a lot less than people. Think. Really. <laughs> Was yeah. it, there's no way it was less than ten grand. It was less than ten. Come grand. on, whoa, yeah. man, it that was a. Gr- I mean, you did an amazing you. job. I, I, it was kind of like. Uh, do you film and like? Are you that I, guy? I'm not the film guy. I had I have two very good friends that are directors. Wow, we just That's worked. Amazing. We worked together. Uh, we actually just worked together on another project where I had a real budget. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's kind of you, a, so like if I talk to you. You and your friends could help me shoot a, a, a better video than I've done in the past. <laughs> we could try. Wow, great! <laughs> but it's funny, like, uh, ah, it's just funny now that I'm signed to a major label. Like, you know, yeah. we're still making. It's still the same process and right. still the same. What's the, what's the label? Warner Brothers. All right. Are you uh, psyched that you went that route? Yeah. Did absolutely. you do that with Jonathan and Bob? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so, be, so they were on board. The with trajectory is. Dangerous started to take off kind of right. because of all these things I had put in place to yeah. market the song. And uh, the more it started taking off, the more it started kind of spreading around the internet, and then it got sort of in rotation on Alt Nation on Sirius. Right. And that's when my life really dramatically started to change. And then, When did you have to quit your job? That's, that was, that's what started it, basically. Wow. Um, as soon as it was on rotation, yeah. in rotation on Sirius, that's yeah. when, like, Requests you know, like, hey, I, can you I show had, up? Yeah, and it was it was you know I had distributed the music myself through TuneCore at that point, right. so like you see your results in real time, you know. So I'm on. Yeah, so you were tracking your own I see shit it, like the next day. Like, wow, yeah, it's on Sirius today, and tomorrow I see the results in sales wow. of yesterday. Whoa, and uh, so you know it was. You know, it was it blew in your mind, it, right? It was like, did you start? Big dickin' people in your office because <laughs> that would have been big data. No, no, no. I actually like. Were, I, were you big dataing them? <laughs> Not at all. No, no, no. They, they are. Uh, I, I worked for a, a publisher called Spirit Music. Spirit and, um, Music. They're an indie publisher, but like a big one. An indie publisher, but they have the Who and like mm-hmm. you know T Rex and you wow. know, big stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I signed there as an artist, and they, they've always been. They were always rooting for me even before any of the yeah, big data cool. stuff. So. Uh, so yeah, it was always very positive there. Um, but anyways, once the radio stuff started happening, that's when you know it went from like the A and R intern and the A and R coordinator to like the SVP and the president and the you know wow yeah the big guys would like you to come to their house for dinner tonight. Oh, that's cool. It, it went it you know it changed pretty dramatically, and then it was like. I don't think I can do this by myself anymore. <laughs> wow, great! And I started. Meeting. Well, you found great people to help. Man, you. I, I met you with seem like such a sweet guy. Like I, every time I want to joke and like say shitty things, <laughs> you're just like, no, I'm not going to go joke there. Quite a lot. I'm and, not going to uh, go there. I'm too nice for I, you. As my tour manager, who's sitting here, can attest, like there, there's really no shortage of like fart 
fart jokes. Oh, that's yeah. kind of our, our like go-to. I, you know, there's a guy that's on our cruise this year. His name is Nick Swartzen. Oh, and yeah, he, yeah. He's in... He's the love of your life. He's the man, dude. And so he... he uh, he takes this picture. Uh, I think he's he's in. I, I don't. Oh, he's in Puerto Rico, and it's like this old like fort where they would like have rifles and and you know. So he just takes this picture in front of this fort and says, "Who forted?" <laughs> like, well done. Still good. There's yeah. nothing wrong always with that. Funny. That's it's a great Instagram. Got it. it really is always funny. Uh, yeah. And so you're on weekend stuff now. <laughs> then then you do a proper tour, proper in, tour in November. November. Yeah. Will you be going out with several others? Are you headlining? We're going to be touring. It's like a co-headline. With who? With a, a group called RAC. RAC. They're, uh, they're and will of, you go all over the U.S.? Or just is U.S., yeah. Just U.S.? And maybe Canada, Canada a little Have Canada. you gone into the U.K. and Europe no yet? No U.K., yeah. So that, okay, so to the like... How do I feel, you know, about my success? Yeah. Um, I think probably every artist feels like there's always plenty more you can sure. be doing. Um, you know, but the fact that I am not going back to a day job yeah. <laughs> anytime soon and the fact that this really viably feels like my career now right. is the greatest feeling in the world and I'm grateful for it every day. That's and, so uh, cool, man. You know, so, yeah. I, you know, I'm a million times better off now than I was. That right. said, we haven't been to Europe really, and we haven't yeah, been yeah, around yeah. the but world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. there's uh, it, it's it's interesting. Uh, can I ask how old you are? I'm 33. 33. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I talked to Fitz the other day. Yep. He was 39 when it, when he got his break. Totally. And we toured. We toured with Fitz last fall. Oh, you did. That was our first like oh, cool. proper tour. Oh yeah, he's and they a good. Were he's a good guy. Nicest, yeah. most. But it's wonderful. It's great people. to see. You know, oh, I was just speaking with Hosier. He's 25. Okay. So, you know, that's real young but it's also about right yeah in the music world oh, of absolutely. success right yeah uh for somebody like me I, I was 28 you know 33 like all of that shit is like there's never a time where it has to be over until you decide you're either a not going to be in a state of uh, appreciation anymore sure where you're going to start to blame radio or record companies yep. and once you shift gears into the I need to point my finger. Yep. Your shit's done. Yeah. Or you get caught up in yourself where you start to believe that you don't have to do the work anymore. Yep, totally. Then that's the other see you later, you had a great time together kind of moment. But you are so enthusiastic about it. Like, age doesn't matter. (laughs) This festival is filled with, like, we interviewed a guy yesterday. He might have been 20, but he looked 50. And, you know, it's because he... (laughs) He really likes to drink yeah. a lot, yeah. and uh, uh, but this festival is filled with kids and grown-ups. Totally, music that's been out there for a long time, music that just started a couple of days ago. Yep. Like bumper shoot, we've never done it, but you gotta feel proud to be invited, Good right? Time, to, man. Have you done Lollapalooza? Never done Lollapalooza. Have you done Coachella? Nope. Like done you will. Like Firefly. that's we did. Firefly. That's all part of it. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I don't want to keep you, you know, for too much longer, but I, I'd sure. love to ask you some personal things, okay? So that people <laughs> Here we go. can get to know you yeah. a little bit better. Well, we already um, covered the fart stuff, so yeah. so uh, know that now. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's question number one. Yeah, the, the fart, the fart kind of uh, that was a little What's bit of left favorite? field. Yeah. That was a shocker. Well, you know, do you have something? Aren't that, they always? Do you have something you found on tour yet that you uh, that you can't live without, like? Uh, like a taco shop that you can't mm. ever not go to again in hmm. Southern California, that kind of thing. Ooh. 
or a girl that you've been seeing behind your wife's back? You know, anything that you might want to throw out there. Let's see. (laughs) There was... Well, food, just food in general, kind of became the obsession on tour. Like, oh yeah, like is it like a furiously uh, googling like what are the ten best but restaurants? But do you Google in the ex- or do you do you yeah. Yelp? Because we talked about I go a few different routes and I kind of cross cross wow, reference. Wow, you cross pollinate. If I that's see a Harvard thing to do, I know, I know. I make spreadsheets. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, some Ivy League food <laughs> finding right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I try to find you know best restaurants and uh, or do you have any restrictions uh, uh i don't eat beef but you don't i don't eat, eat beef. everything else pork I eat pork so you'll you, you'll eat uh you'll eat the pig but you won't eat the cow i won't eat the cow hmm. yeah That's it's not really like a moral thing so much as uh okay i'm just trying to be a little marginally healthier than Got i was it. before um, and but so i don't know if i am any have you found a place that you're like man this there was is- one place okay first of all in general columbus ohio uh is the underrated is like food most, capital of the world? It's just underrated in general. Like, yeah. we've always had a lot of fun That's there. What, you know, Fitz just said that yesterday. Really? Yeah. He was like, I, it's like a real yeah. secret, Newport. awesome place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to remember the well, name. Well, you know, it's the second biggest college in the U.S. So they have to right? have some. The first biggest is Texas University. Mm. And so number two is Ohio State. Okay. They have to have something for those, you know, 100,000 yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. They have to. So they started to get coffee shops before everybody else. They started to get cool record stores and yep. pretty soon it'll be cannabis shops and you know it's all it's all that hopefully shit. sooner than later but well you know. you know here in seattle you can have you visited any of them <laughs> i have here? not no but i you know i'm considering it <laughs> so columbus ohio is columbus, where ohio, you want to go in to general eat. yeah i love columbus ohio wow, that's and the awesome. crowds are always great and uh, yeah, I, but there was a pizza place we went there i want to say it was called harvest that was harvest. like hmm. harvest great. pizza yeah i'm pretty sure i'll double check but i'm pretty sure is it was it on high street I can't remember. Yeah. I think it was in Germantown. Yeah. It's like maybe like a cool neighborhood. Yeah. Is there uh, is there something you're currently a fan of? Uh, television show, Netflix show, uh, band? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's tons. <laughs> uh, I just watched a show called Mr. Robot. That oh, is man. Someone else probably that. the most that's, big data this, show I've ever that's seen. That's Fitz as well. Did Fitz you and Fitz get along we, really we, well? Yeah, we talked uh, last night. <laughs> because uh, you guys like, like you tell him about the farts. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tell <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no. But I mean, he mentioned Columbus, Ohio. And you were probably together. We really on that did not coordinate. So, and then oh, Mr. Yeah. Robot. He was like, "This show is so crazy. Great it's so minds. good. Great minds. It's like a murder show or Great something. Minds. It's like a hacking. It, it basically feels like Fight Club. Yeah, that's what he said. Meets, it's Fight Club, fight, but like replace the fighting. Yeah, with but hacking. meets what? I don't what know. did he say? I don't know. Like a hacking thing. I'll find it Computer on the audio stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, that show was great. That's cool. Um, and the Tame Impala record I've been listening to. Kind of, Tame Impala? Yeah, no, okay. stop. It's really great. Which one? The newest one? The newest yeah, one. It's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Do you know Dave Fridman did that one? I think, I think the, uh, what's his name? Kevin Parker oh, okay. actually mixed it oh, wow. himself, okay. this one. Wow. And it's freaking great. Do you have a, uh, a favorite birthday cake? <sighs> Probably the Fudgy the Whale. Ice cream cake Whoa. from Carpenter. What is it called? Fudgy the whale. Fudgy the whale. Where's that from? It's a whale that's made of fudge. But where is it from? <laughs> where is you this? You feel me out there, right? Is I this think like, it's Carvel. I think it's yeah. a Carvel ice cream cake. It, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Fudgy the whale. Fudgy the whale, man. Oh yeah. 
Wow, I know. Chris, go get go grab us a fudgy the whale. Get cake. me a fudgy the whale. You might have to order them in advance. I think uh, it's kind of like you got to make sure they have. Do them. you drink alcohol? I don't. I used to many years ago, but I haven't had a drink in fourteen years. Fourteen and one month. You know, uh, and one day. someone else was telling us about... Oh, Fitz is also uh, uh, has not had a drink really? in, in many, many years. Yeah. And I told Fitz, I was like, hey, I was 17 years without a drink. Wow. And my wife was like, if you don't have a drink <laughs> soon, I'm going to fucking I'm going to have a you. lot of drinks. 17 <laughs> like, years without a wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, but more, it was more like, you know, train, we make wine out of yeah. uh, the Bay Area mm-hmm. and everything. And... I just have, you know, I've been working so long for so, so hard for so long, but not enjoying it. Right. And so she just was kind of like, what would happen? What would happen if you had a glass of wine with me? And I was like, well, I'd probably get, you know, and I'd come up with all these stories of like, oh, there's a terrible thing. Yeah. I don't know. But then I woke up one day and I was like, you know. The truth is probably nothing, but I make a lot of rules for myself because then if I live under the umbrella and I'm successful, then the umbrella is why I'm successful and I can give credit to something. Right. So I had to switch it up. So it may have been the worst thing I ever did, but I've been enjoying it. And it's been like three years of drinking wine. That's great. Sometimes more than I like to admit. But that's where I'm at. If yeah. you ever want to come to the dark side, what I'm saying to you is I'm over here, bro. All right. You'll have my phone number right, and man. you know who to call. Sounds, Sounds good. good. And I'll make sure that you don't go too too deep into the jungle. <laughs> You'll hold my hair back. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Well, you don't, you don't drink. So, don't drink. Uh, however, if there was a time where you were arrested, who yep. would the one phone call be to? Ooh, man. Well, probably my wife. Your wife? Yeah. And what would it sound like? A little bit of like, be like, guess uh, what? <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's about uh, right. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, is it you, Star Wars or Star Trek or who Star cares? Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. I should know. Star- I don't know Star Trek well, and I should because Data, you know, all that. Yeah. Right. But, uh, hey, can you tell us where the big Data name came from? Yeah, it, it, um, it came in the summer of 2012. It was sort of before the term was really ubiquitous the way that it is now. And uh, I went to my friend's wedding from college, and he is an actual data scientist. Um, He's actually like a pretty big deal in the data world. And uh, he was just sort of talking to me about big data and his career. And it it just felt like one of those things that's going to be everywhere soon. And uh, I always love band names that kind of co-opt a word that you see everywhere. Um, like the example I always give is cut, copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every time you right-click a mouse, you see cut and copy, and well, maybe right. you think of the band. Cut, copy, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, something about, I, I had a feeling it would be ubiquitous, and then, uh, and it yes, also just kind of, a lot of ideas just kind of came right out of the name. So cool. All the conceptual stuff for the band kind of grew from having the name. Was it easy to find a band for what you were making? Yeah. Uh, I mean... On on record, it's just me and different different vocalists basically. Right. Um, and it, and when I started recording everything, it was you know at least a year and a half, two years before the first inkling of playing live right. would even occurred. Uh, so I really I didn't record anything with <laughs> thinking about a show. I mean, couldn't have been further from my mind. 
So suddenly, as the song kind of grew, and then I got management and I quit my job, then it was like, yeah, you got to start playing shows pretty soon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So I, I had about a month and a half to kind of figure out how to turn it into a show. Um, cool. Unfortunately, my, my the drummer who hits incredibly hard. Yeah, I was hard, like, man, I saw your yeah. I saw about four <laughs> songs, and I was like, man, this guy's yeah. like every song is louder than the last song. I've he, never heard a drummer louder. He's a real monster, but he's real good. Yeah, he's I've known him since I was a kid, and uh, oh so really? That oh, was that's the cool. First kinda, oh, you get to like hang out with your friends. That's cool. Then. We've never been in a band together, so it was nice to kind of have a thing. Well. Um, the last thing I wanted to ask is, uh, how can people who listen to the podcast get in touch with you? Like, the, what is your what is your social network? Sure. Uh, I'm at Big Data, Big Data on everything. So it's at Big Data, Big Data. Yeah, twice. twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of other things yeah. that have Big Data. Bastards. <laughs> and then same thing oh. with the website. Is yeah, it? Uh, the website is bigdata.fm. And, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Dot .fm. Okay, but Instagram, great. Facebook, Twitter are all big data, big data. Snapchat is big data dot big data. Wow. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Awesome. Dude, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, there you have it. That was big data. And if you want to check out big data, you can uh, follow them around the country when they tour with RAC, a huge act that they get to support for about a month starting on November 1st. So check out all of Big Data's uh, sites, his uh, connections to the internet, and go see those guys perform. I got to watch a few things live, as I mentioned on the podcast, and they're really great. So check them out, Big Data here on the podcast, and come into your city near you. All right, thanks everybody. See you guys soon.